welcome back, guys, to the third episode of Back from the Grid podcast. What? what? Woohoo! This is Matthew, your host, along with Cody, your it, other host. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, third episode. Take what? the champagne bottle. Cody, how are you doing today? I am doing fantabulistic. That's that's not what you're it supposed to say. It is now. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't even. We're going to do this every single episode. Just to correct you here, because you uh, like correcting me here. Hey, fight uh, me. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but fight me. <laughs> fight me. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Cody, what games have you been playing recently? Or uh, movies have you been watching? <clears throat> that's a good question. Lots happening. Actually, I haven't been playing too many video games. There is one. But before I talk about the video games, I want to talk about some podcasts that I've been listening to. So I have been playing some video games, but I've also been listening to some podcasts while I am working my second job, which gives me a lot of time to listen to podcasts as I'm working. That's I won't go. That's an advantage. We can steal their material. (laughs) I mean, we can uh, get motivation. Inspiration. Inspiration. No, but uh, I've been listening to some awesome podcasts and I wanted to give them a plug for something else you can go listen to if you're uh, getting thirsty. If you hate us. Or if you hate us and you want to (laughs) find somebody else. So the first one is a rather, I would say it's a mature podcast. So young listeners beware. It is a true crime and paranormal podcast that I've been listening to. Uh, It's really good. Hosted by uh, two very talented ladies, and it's called "And That's Why We Drink," which is all about uh, true crime, paranormal, and like um, I am drawing a blank on their names. Christine and M, I think, is their names. If I can remember rightly, I'm not great with names, but I think uh, Christine drinks wine and M drinks milkshakes, and that's why it's called <laughs> "And That's Why We Drink." This sounds like a podcast where they just talk about reasons why they drink alcohol. It's like I drink. Because I've got kids. That's actually one of the <laughs> running jokes. What's what's a kid? <laughs> I've never heard about that. Okay, but so I wanted to plug them. Go have go listen to them if you like that kind of stuff. It's actually very interesting, and they do a great job. Uh, also, uh, I wanted to plug Learn Japanese Pod. So Ooh. I've been getting back into trying to learn Japanese. I could never do that. Well, I, you shouldn't say never. You could always try, but like. Uh, I did that phase where you had like one of those books where you're trying to learn like Japanese and I'd get like five pages in and it just quit immediately. Yeah, it's the kind of thing you really have to just work at for a long time. And I'm just getting back into it because I was all about that uh, Japanese not too long ago, but I uh, had to put it on hold. So I'm getting back into it. And a really good resource for me for that is Learn Japanese Pod. Uh, these guys do awesome stuff. It's the one with the little green dinosaur, not the one that says 101. Uh, but yeah, these guys are awesome. They do good stuff. And I wanted to give them a shout out. But the video games that I've been playing, mm-hmm. or the video game, I guess, is a rather odd one. Because usually this kind of, kind of game does not interest me. But I've Ooh. been watching a lot of play gameplay of it. And it's uh, I wanted to give it a go. And I've been quite enjoying myself. And it's called Pogo Stuck. Oh, I remember seeing gameplay. Mm-hmm. Is it like f- uh, familiar to that one game? What is it called? That like all the YouTubers play? Yeah, um, Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy. Oh, it's like God. a spiritual successor to Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy. It's multiplayer and you can uh, do stuff. And instead of like a pot and a sledgehammer, it's a pogo stick. And the it's it's more predictable. 
Oh. And I I think it's quite enjoyable because I do like a challenge. Um, and I've been given that a play, so that's been fun. But Matthew, what have you been playing? Like I've actually been playing, um, and this is going to sound extremely predictable, um, but I've been playing a variety of games, actually. Oh. Um, I believe, did we... Um, we were debating, we did a podcast, if anybody hasn't, uh, not bad. <laughs> yeah, of course we've done podcasts. We did a hey, did uh, live did you guys stream. know that we do podcasts? <laughs> yeah, did you know? While you're listening to You should check us podcast. out on uh, our podcast. But. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we actually did a live stream on Twitch recently, which yes. is awesome. Um, and we did play uh, Barony. 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 And yeah. it was a really good roguelike game, but we died so many times. I totally recommend <laughs> you give it a shot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, with the Humble Bundle. If yes. That's still a thing. We got it from the Humble Bundle and it was for an like deal. a great deal. It was so great. Yes. Because there was like lots of games for 15 Six 12, games. 15 dollars each. And we got the whole bundle for 12 bucks. It was worth it. It was worth it. And it all went to charity if that's where you wanted to put your money. I did that to Red Cross and then that one that helped homeless people. All that money went to them. Yeah, some good charities. Yeah. But um, we also played, what was that uh, Death Garden game? Oh, that was, uh, it's called Blood Thirst? Blood Harvest? Blood Harvest Death Garden, yeah. Yeah, it was a really weird game, wouldn't you say? We got completely owned at one mm-hmm. point, though. Mm-hmm. It's a <laughs> game where it's it's kind of like Prop Hunt for Gmod, but not quite. It's more realistic, and it's all about, like, you have a team of scavengers trying to scavenge blood, which is, like, a resource. You just get it from a thing in the ground. You're not, like, killing people or anything. And you're trying to do all of this and bring it to some central pillars to, you know, earn points and escape to, like, the promised land or whatever. But there is one hunter who uh, is, like, super skilled and they have guns and traps and all sorts of stuff that tries to hunt everyone down. And kill you. And kill you. And it's actually a pretty enjoyable game. I don't know if I would pay the full price for it, but for getting it in the Humble Bundle was a great deal. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, have you played Killing Floor 2 yet? I know that was part of the multiplayer Humble Bundle. Not yet, but I have it installed. My one friend yelled at me for days to get it, and then I finally get it, and he screams on microphone, Yeah! <laughs> you finally bought it! Finally. Finally! Yeah, no, it's actually really good. They added, uh, with a new update to the thing, um, they added a game mode from the original called Objective Rounds. And Ooh. although I do prefer the original implementation mm-hmm. of it because uh, the objectives were based on the environment that you were in and, like, the actual thing, and you had, like, characters and stuff, mm-hmm. the uh, Killing Floors 2's Objective Rounds were pretty cool. I did play a little bit of, like, the, the whole, like, just survival. And I also um, played a couple rounds... In like the versus mode where you one round uh, or one game you would play just a standard match of survival, like four waves. And then the fifth yeah. wave, a boss will show up. But the catch with the versus mode is you uh, the other team would actually play as the zombies. Oh, so it's like Left 4 Dead. Yeah, but it's like one person can play as like the boss zombie. And uh, I remember my one friend was uh, playing with us and he ended up being like the patriarch. And mm. the patriarch is like this huge like boss zombie called kevin (laughs) he can camouflage himself no look out here comes (laughs) kevin kevin (laughs) so non-menacing and then you hear his voice and he's just pretty much like making fun of you the entire time okay um dang classic kevin he's got rocket launchers uh minigun and he can turn invisible if you damage him enough he'll teleport away 
and like run away and then heal himself all the way back up to 100%. And okay. he can do that up to a maximum of three times. Dang. He is a bullet sponge. That sounds like fun. We're going to have to play that. <laughs> hey, look forward to a stream in the future, Killing Floor 2. Yeah. Coming soon to a Twitch near you. But Matthew, <laughs> you know there's something I have to talk about. Oh, yeah? What Very important that? information Please that everyone me. is dying to know, I'm sure. I'm certain of it. Are you yeah. ready? I'm, I don't know if I'm ready, but tell can me. You, can you obtain this information? Are you prepared for this information? I don't know if my body is ready for this information. All right, well, all you uh, listeners need to take a seat because I'm about to tell you about Mountain Blade, Bannerlord. Oh, is it finally out yet? <gasps> no. <laughs> Mountain Blade, Bannerlord is not out yet. As of August 1st, uh, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, Mountain Blade, Bannerlord is not out yet. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh, not out yet, but that's okay because we're waiting for it and it's coming at yeah. some point in the future. And he's going to like cut himself off from society as soon as the game comes out. He's <laughs> oh, just going to yeah, go dark. Yeah. You guys won't hear from me for months on end when that game releases. If it releases, well, okay, so one of the issues with it is they've been putting it off for so long mm -hmm. that I don't <laughs> even know if they can meet the standards. It's going to be like Half-Life 3. Maybe. <laughs> Don't yes. tell me that, Matthew. <laughs> Welcome to the club. You're going to enjoy your stay here. Oh, dear. All right. Well, Matthew, uh, yeah. we got to talk about some stuff today. So today we're going to be doing uh, talking about some nostalgia stuff. We're going to be talking about some entertainment gaming, gaming news type deals. Uh, we got another versus segment coming oh, up. Oh, boy. Real fun. And we're going to discuss the results of the uh, previous uh, versus session. I don't want to uh, talk Matthew. about the, those. And, uh, and then we should we'll go from there. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, Matthew. Yeah. Nostalgia. What is a movie that you watched nonstop as a kid, but isn't really something you want to watch now? Like, what was your favorite movie as a kid? Oh, my God. This is going to sound really weird, but um, did you ever watch, like, Tron Legacy or the original Tron? From, like, the 80s? I uh, don't think so. Oh, my God. I remember watching, like, the original Tron when I was in, like, middle school. Like, a crap ton uh, after Tron Legacy came out. Because I just loved the whole premise of it being in a virtual world. Mm -hmm. um, fighting with, like, disc and stuff like that. And, like, these huge, like, the light cycles. I thought Tron Legacy got me hooked into that world. And then Disney was like, screw you guys. Let's not make a sequel or anything. Mm -hmm. Still salty about that. Um, and I ended up going to watch the uh, old movie and I, as a kid, I liked it. Mm -hmm. I ended up buying it when it was like on that DVD, but nowadays I just really can't get into it. There's so many sections like gaps in the film where there's just nothing going on and it gets really boring and like dull at a, mm -hmm. a lot of moments. Yeah. Especially because you now know like the techniques and stuff that is used in filmmaking. So those <laughs> moments where it's bad, it's really, really bad, really bad. But the rest of the movie, though, what made you come back to it every time? Hmm. I just like the premise. Some of the characters were really good. Um, well, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say really good nowadays. Um, some of them good felt really time. flat. I liked the premise mm -hmm. and the concept. I just like the world. I'm just that kid that's like, if you give me do really good world building mm -hmm. and just build this world that's super cool and like you want to be there. Yeah. And that's what Tron was to me as a kid, mm -hmm. like this virtual escape kind of world where 
all these things could happen and like super cool things with super cool people, Mm -hmm. but it was dangerous. It was edgy. Some of the people edgy, (laughs) so edgy. I mean, it's like YouTube edgy. (gasps) Matthew (laughs) drama drama. Anyways, so that's pretty cool. Is there anything, any other movies that you watched as a kid? Anything like that? Hmm. Not that I remember watching a couple of Disney movies when I was younger. And when I talk like Disney movies, I'm talking about like those like, have you ever watched Disney Channel when you were growing up? Yes. Like a yes. Yes. All the time. (laughs) All the time. Disney Channel was the legit stuff. <laughs> trying to avoid those, saying uh, a certain word there. <laughs> it was the bomb. It was the bomb. Says that in like an airport or something. Yes. So oh, just wait, need no, to take like a magic marker and draw some uh mouse ears in the air. Why <laughs> <laughs> anyway, be this way? <laughs> Disney Channel. <laughs> oh my god. Uh Zach I remember, and Cody, Wizards of Waverly Place, all that oh, good stuff. Oh man. I, now oh my god, this could be like a separate section, but oh, dear, I, right. I don't want to cut away <laughs> yeah. from this. Uh, I remember watching a lot of those Disney Channel show movies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the Wizard uh, Wizard of Wizardly Place uh, movie. Yeah. Like, I remember watching that a lot when it was like, there was that time travel one with the kids, like, um, and then there was like, I don't know. Oh there was a lot. There was a lot. Zach oh and Cody uh, <laughs> and iCarly and all. iCarly wasn't Disney. Stuff. It was. Wasn't no, it wasn't. That Nickelodeon. was Nickelodeon. I get a mix. Good up. job. I get a mix up. Well, okay. (laughs) Disney Channel and all that good stuff. So I specifically, so this is going to sound strange, but there's, besides like Disney, uh, Nickelodeon and, um, oh, well, now I've just thought of that. Okay. (laughs) Now you've entered the rabbit hole. I have like sections. So as a young kid, so I'm talking like infancy to seven seven or eight or something like that. Um, the one movies slash TV show slash anything that I watched religiously and all the time was Scooby-Doo. That oh, was my jam. No. Scooby-Doo was my jam. <laughs> I love it so much. And then recently, if you've ever watched Supernatural, they did a crossover episode with Scooby-Doo. Oh, that was so I loved it. Awesome. I love that, especially when it like the cut. Like, remember that scene in the mo- in that uh, episode? Where it's like the, they're trying to like not cuss and then like everything yeah. hits the fan and then it cuts to when he uh, when he's about to like yeah it, it's great it's great <laughs> if you haven't seen it I totally recommend it even if you haven't seen Supernatural it's still worth it I but didn't watch that I digress because we're getting off topic a little bit here um, <laughs> so yeah Scooby Doo was my jam but after Scooby Doo the there was like a couple movies that I watched over and over again not necessarily because I wanted to but more because we only had so many movies to watch because this was back in the days kids where you couldn't just download a new movie off the internet or watch netflix (laughs) or something you literally had to go buy a disc or rent a disc or a or what was called a vcr (gasps) it was the big box that you stick in a bigger box to play movies on your biggest box (laughs) it's box that's like boxception right there (laughs) um but yeah so the movies that i watched the one of them wasn't so much my favorite, more as my uh, sister's favorite. They loved this movie and it was on all the time. And it's Ace Ventura Pet Detective with uh oh crap, what's his what's his face? He's a super famous actor. What's his face? It's uh I haven't watched that show. Okay, it's really good. It's the guy who plays Bruce Almighty, uh Jim 
uh, is it Jim? Uh, I can't remember his name. Can't remember it either. Okay, I'm sure y'all know who I'm talking about. You know, he's the big famous guy. Uh, big famous recently, guy. he's gotten very, uh, uh, what is it like? Not psychological, but philosophical and all that. Jim Carrey. That's what it oh. is. Jim Carrey. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> so it's a movie with Jim Carrey where there are some scenes, uh, some interesting scenes, but the movie itself is like wacky and crazy and. I watched it a lot, so a lot of my childhood was that. But my specific favorite movie from my childhood, which I still enjoy today, is a little-known movie, which I doubt anyone listening is going to know unless they're, like, our age or older. But this movie was old when I was watching it, and it's called Down Periscope. Now, I'm sure you've never seen it. It's totally worth a watch. It's a comedy about the Navy. It's got... I like this where this is going already. It, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know, just how the movie was made brilliantly. There mm-hmm. are barely any locations. It's like, I wouldn't call it a low budget film, uh, but like they only have maybe five different locations that they use. Uh, but the way that they put it together was brilliant. The The sound design was awesome. The uh, The score was great. The cinematography was awesome. The acting was great. The characters were what made that film work and it was a comedy but sort of also a drama a little bit it i don't know the movie itself is great it's a little aged because it's a fairly old movie but it's got uh the guy who is in frazier the main guy who's in frazier i can't remember the actor's name then it's got a you know a fair amount of notable celebrities uh also in the movie Regardless, that was my favorite one to watch just because I enjoyed the comedy of it so much. Uh, And it was hard for me to find a good comedy back then that was also suitable for me to watch as like a a young person. Yeah. Because that was more down Periscope. A little bit of Ace Ventura was more like, you know, 10 to 15 years old, give or take in that area. But uh, so those are my movies. Oh, yes. That was a very... uh contrasting answer there i know yours is like future <laughs> video games and mine was like yeah some dudes in a navy suit making jokes so uh but yeah that's that's we need some contrast though yeah hey <laughs> why don't y'all go ahead and yes i'm sorry i'm from missouri so i said y'all y'all uh why don't y'all go ahead and check out our uh social media on twitter back from the grid and uh facebook back from the grid podcast and let us know your favorite movies as a kid and TV shows and what you watched religiously and how all that went for you. Yeah. We'd love to know. Let us and we know. can talk about it in the next exciting episode of Back from the Grid Podcast. Yeah. Da, 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 da. All right, Matthew, I think you have a news story for us, don't you? I do. And um, it's a rather uh, interesting and uh, controversial little bit neutral uh, uh, news story. So why don't you go ahead and take it away? It's going to be a little bit of a both kind of thing, to be honest. Um, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare got its multiplayer reveal today um, in the, the day of recording, of course, um, yeah. Thursday, the uh, August 1st. Yeah. They had showed off the first trailer and uh, I don't know what to say about it. I feel like if you're a Call of Duty fanboy or just a Call of Duty fan in general and have been kind of in a kind of state of fatigue with the series, I feel like it's going to be an open welcome back into it. But at the same time, I've got a lot of open concerns. Um, so for 
people that haven't been paying attention, Call of Duty, this year's Call of Duty is going to be Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and it's going to be a reboot to the Modern Warfare series. It's going to feature several uh, existing characters in the franchise, like Captain Price, reprising their roles, and uh, they're going to be returning. And however, one thing is you, uh, Cody, especially here, yes. he's played a lot of the Call of Duty uh, games. Uh, he played all the Modern Warfare games, one through three. Um, so he should. Uh, I feel like this game would be something of he an did interest play a lot to, of those to him. Games, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the interesting thing is they changed the plot in the story of it to make it more. I would say more controversial because of the fact that they're not making it like how Russia versus the United States anymore. Right. They feel like they've kind of changed the narrative on that. It's now going to be the United States versus terrorism. Um, the plot oh. or the campaign is going to have a lot of controversial things. You know, no Russia. Yeah. Um, they're saying they're going to have missions that are going to be identical or worse in aspects to something like that, which I feel like he's going to get them a lot of flack, but I feel like at the same time they are wanting to kind of turn it into like GTA where you remember when GTA would do controversial things or the, just put when they did. Do you mean how <laughs> all they are the time still doing? They There's, still do it. I, you know what? Story I, about the controversial thing they did not like last week, but I'm not going to talk about it because <laughs> I don't want to go controversial. But yes, I do. In fact, remember I when think... GTA way back in the day did controversial stuff <laughs> like last week. But continue. they always do that. Always. Um, I feel like that's one thing that they're trying to advertise mm -hmm. is that this game is not going to be like yours. It's not going to be your mom and pops uh, Call of Duty game. Yeah, no, they're going to focus on some really dark aspects like uh, chemical warfare and mm -hmm. like terrorism. And it's going to be rather controversial with the campaign. Now. To the people that do know these things, um, modern warfare is going to be kind of returning some things that you may like and removing some things you may have disliked or liked like in previous Call of Duties. Like, for example, um, in Call of Duty games recently, um, and we're talking about the multiplayer portion as a whole, um, they are bringing back kill streaks for Modern Warfare. Oh. No longer... So, you know, uh, as of recently, um, for the last couple of Call of Duty games, they had been using what they call score streaks. In my opinion... And this is opinion based here. Yes. yes. <laughs> I like score streaks as uh, idea better because it keeps people on an objective mid game modes, actually pushing the objective mm. rather than camping in some corner of the map and just getting kills for kill streaks. But Matthew, that's the best way to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> I, and that's the, my opinion. I feel like a lot of people have been saying that they prefer kill streaks, mm -hmm. but in my opinion, it should be score streaks. That's up Ooh, to you. This though. could be a versus segment right here. <laughs> score streaks versus kill streaks. Down. Jot that down. I don't um, know, but I really do enjoy if you're like bossing a match, you can just nuke everyone. Oh, I, hey, that's really fun. Speaking of nukes, oh. they're bringing the nuke back from MW2. Remember how if you oh. got 20 kills or more in yeah. like a yeah. team based game mode, you could call on a nuke and nuke the whole thing. Yep. Yep. You. Can, that's back. Awesome. I mean, they've had forms of that in other Call of Duty games like the mm -hmm. V2 rocket in World War II or the deatomizer strike in Infinite Warfare. Mm -hmm. Beforehand, uh, MW2, actually, I think you, you remember uh, in like a team based like team deathmatch, yeah. you would actually end the whole game. Yeah. Um, in Infinite Warfare, they also had something called uh, lines the, along the lines that would do that. Mm -hmm. It seems like they're trying to go like back to form. They are, but they're also trying to do a lot of interesting things. And I feel like this is something that may shock you. Um, oh. They did talk about 
the fact they're wanting to do larger scale maps and mm-hmm. larger scale games. So like modes. Battlefield. Uh huh. No, I would. Okay, here, let me tell you this. <laughs> they were talking about, you know, Ground War, right? In Call of Duty, where it's like yes. large scale battle. Of course, they're I talking do. about doing a hundred player Ground War. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's like. So they're trying to get to Star Wars Battlefront 2, the, <laughs> the original and the best version levels of this, like on PC Holy. levels, to where you, the, everything is just filled with people warring against each other pretty much i saw that and in my head i was like battlefield just left the chat yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's they're gonna have vehicles again which is like what what yeah they're having like atvs and like one of scorch reeks you can call on a tank and you can ride the tank battlefield yeah it's if you see gameplay for it it's so weird um but they have like smaller scale things. Mm-hmm. The, I don't know how they're going to handle multiplayer maps because they also showed off a new game mode where it's 2v2 mm-hmm. and it's like smaller maps. Like it's super small. Like le- like I say a quarter of the size of Nuketown on some of those maps. Quarter the of the size of, of Nuketown. Nuketown. That's like a paintball field. Yeah. It's 2v2 though. So that's, I guess, compensates for that. But okay. it's like um, no response. That's like tactical. Yeah, it's the game like take actually, cover and defend each other and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. The game's a lot more tactical, I noticed. Like, there's actually like a new uh, mechanic where you can get better accuracy by kind of like halting on something mm. um, on the edges and stuff. A lot okay. of people have been making uh, correlations to call uh, with this Call of Duty towards Battlefield and yeah. Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah, which is I understand those kind of comments, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I feel like this is gonna be different. Uh, with the kind of gameplay it's going to provide mm-hmm. um one thing that i disagree with is the fact they got rid of the minimap oh it's ah. only available with certain score streaks and already people who've been playing the game early mm-hmm. have already pretty much <clears throat> let them know very clear that this is something they should fix immediately <laughs> i don't know i i could see the purpose for that if they're trying to get it to be more tactical but this it seems to me like they're they realized hey our usual formula is not working. Which anymore. is good. Yeah, which is good. So let's change it up. I could see a few of these changes not working out the way they want it to. Like the mini map sounds like a good idea, but some people like they need it in order to yeah. tell where they are and where they can go. Hopefully it's not going to be like Black Ops 4's mini map because that's <laughs> the worst implementation of a mini map I've seen in a Call of Duty game in a while. I'm oh. sorry. Everybody who likes Black Ops 4 minimap <laughs> system. Um, All you minimap <laughs> Black Ops 4 uh, fanboys out there. Oh, they're going to be at our doorstep, man. <laughs> they're going to raise those pitchforks. Pitchforks uh, and torches. <laughs> um, another interesting thing is they went back on regen. Uh, they went back to regenerating health. Um, okay. With Black Ops 4, they went back. Uh, they went to a manual healing system, uh-huh. um, which I hated. Yeah, it was cool for a little bit. Yeah, it's cool, but it doesn't seem like it suits the game. Yeah, it just doesn't suit the gameplay. You're not trying to like survive this thing. You're just trying to, you know, kill people. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, yeah, that sounds weird that we're complaining about. Oh, well, let's feel we're doing regenerating health. This doesn't seem odd. But I mean, Call of Duty, in my opinion, at least, is more of an arcade kind of shooter yeah. game. It's not meant to be taken seriously, mm-hmm. which is why I say that this is definitely probably going to be way different than Battlefield. But okay. I'm OK with larger scales game modes. You know, oh, more yeah. players, the better. That sounds like it could be very interesting if their servers can hold up. But you know how 
big triple A games are with their releases and big servers and how everything fails and stuff. Yeah. So maybe give it a couple weeks before you start looking into it. Um, one thing, uh, speaking of servers, um, they are actually doing a beta. And the coolest thing about it is not only is it going to have an open beta portion of it, it's going to have like people who pre-order the game with the beta are going to get like a couple days earlier mm -hmm. um, towards game time, towards this beta. However, they're going to open it up near the end of the beta and let everybody play. To do a stress and test. Yeah, it's going to be great. And not only that, but they're actually going to test the cross-play functionality oh. of it on the second weekend of the beta. Okay. What's the cross-play? Uh, it's going to feature... You're going to basically be allowed to play with PC, Xbox, and PlayStation 4 users on the same servers. Well, I feel bad for anyone who's not on PC. <laughs> but that's another, that's another story. I mean, why do you feel so bad? You can use mouse and keyboard on Xbox now. Can you? Yeah, they've implemented that. Where so you can it's use... just a computer for your yeah, TV. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but um, one thing I'm still interested to see is the fact that they're still doing PlayStation exclusivity, mm. which is frustrating considering the fact... I mean, it's better. Wait. It's not waiting a month. How are they doing PlayStation exclusivity and also having cross-platform play? I guess you're just split off from the community as far as that extra content would go for about a week. Okay. It's so better. It's only a week's now. worth of exclusivity then? Yeah, they lowered it because beforehand it used to be a month. Oh, okay. So it's gotten better, but at the same time, like, I, I'm just going to say this right now with people because I get like comments being like, oh, well, you know, you should get over it. Xbox had it, had it way better beforehand when it was on Xbox. And I'm over here just like, no, this is a bad thing in general. We don't want this period. <laughs> But I, mean, yeah. I, I get why they do that, you know, because Sony will pay them money in order to put it on theirs. So they get more sales and stuff. But it's they, all about the money. They already make a bunch of money. It's all about the money, man. It's all about the, the more and more money. But we're getting off topic here. I don't want to get into that discussion because that's that's a discussion for a more. Uh, uh, what am I looking for here? The more the word uh, more. Um, when it's. Yeah, you know, like I have lost my, the, my words, people. I apologize. It's when it's a uh, when it's uh, uh, a hot topic, a hot, hot topic that people don't like to talk about. What's that word? It starts with a C. And uh, never mind. I whatever. don't know either. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, but anyway, what were we talking about? I'm lost now. Um, one thing I did want to talk about, though, mm -hmm. to end this off, is yes. microtransactions. Oh God. Unfortunately, they refuse to comment on the topic. So of there's how... microtransactions in there. Yep. In a $60 game. Yep. With a season pass. Actually. And DLC. Actually. Actually. They are eliminating the season pass. All DLC maps are going to be free. For now. For now. For now. <laughs> so whatever. Um, I guess the big reason why they've been doing that is so that way they can keep. And I guess they've been talking about we want to keep our community like alive longer. Mm -hmm. That's why they're doing cross-platform play. And they want to prevent fragmentation of their community. Yeah, they just want to keep their live services going. <laughs> Breaking in that dough. In that money. All right. Well, that was that was an interesting uh, story, Matthew. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah, let's go on to uh, the next thing. All right. So my story is less of a in like less of a targeted story and more of a general thing that I wanted to talk about. And it's actually appropriate because you guys can't see this, but Matthew is wearing a shirt with a game on it. And this oh, game, yeah. what kind of game? It's a, it's a good question. This game is uh, where you, you do like uh, two specific things and you, uh, you, it's in the name 
and you, you so minecraft you, you mine and craft <laughs> yeah so minecraft uh my story is i'm um, uh the story i got was from polygon it was written by patricia hernandez good journalism it's called minecraft is having a big comeback in 2019 i wonder why i wonder why so the current way of thinking about it is well for one youtubers are definitely the driving force behind well not just pewdiepie but yeah let's be honest here as soon as he started doing like becoming a minecraft let's play channel he is like viewership went shooting up and minecraft's popularity also went up as a result it's not just because of he's uh, been on trending it's not just because of felix playing minecraft minecraft the the story uh if you want to read the whole thing you can find online but the story talks about that Part of it is YouTubers starting to jump onto the Minecraft train and getting off the Fortnite train uh, for now. But good Minecraft as a game is just sort of built for this. Like the way YouTube has gone recently with their, how should I say, uh, G rating of their site, which is it's fair for them to do if that's what they want to do. But Gotta if you want any sort of monetization, then you have to be able to be watched by infants and not be like you know, influencing them in a bad way, which, I mean, that's YouTube's, uh, that's what they're doing, so good for you, YouTube. But, uh, so Minecraft as a video game is perfect for this, as is Fortnite, because it doesn't have, like, blood and gore and cuss words or anything like that. It's just a big open world with simple graphics where you can do stuff, and it's, and it's got infinite possibilities. So the story is just that Minecraft is becoming more popular. Uh, it's actually surpassed Fortnite. oh it has surpassed that's Fortnite with amount of like players and coverage and stuff Fortnite is still you know it's still a big game but the number one game like on youtube right now is uh minecraft which <clears throat> i i'm okay with <clears throat> i have a a weird relationship with minecraft i was in the minecraft camp not as soon as it came out, but I've been like with Minecraft for a long time. Minecraft was a game that I played the crap out of. Um, like whenever I was first getting started with this, uh, you know, media, uh, online YouTube stuff, I did some Minecraft videos and things. And uh, that was actually like the my first taste of this online community where you can, you know, share videos about things and create things and uh, Minecraft was just a perfect receptacle for that. Uh, really what got me interested in it was all of the different mods that are available for Minecraft and how people put their six, seven years into projects that they're working on for Minecraft, like replications of, uh, Lord of the Rings castles and stuff. And it's just crazy. The people, uh, the things people can do on Minecraft, not to mention that Minecraft is, there's like more things happening with it like the uh, minecraft dungeons is coming out soon uh well it's in the mm. works i don't know if it's soon i don't know how i feel about that kind of game yeah uh <clears throat> i don't know i'm not gonna talk about minecraft dungeons just yet because that's a whole nother thing in and of itself but like just as a game minecraft is perfectly suited for the youtube machine and the youtube algorithm to take and run with it not to mention all of the uh, youtubers that are promoting it but i just thought that was interesting because i I have a love-hate relationship with Minecraft. I love it as a game, but I have played it way too much. <laughs> way more than enough than I really need to. And what ends up happening is I end up just coming back to it every now and again to catch up and see what's changed and, you know, play it until I get bored of it again and then move on. But 
have you played Minecraft, Matthew? I have a little bit, um, little and bit. I will admit that some of the reasoning of behind that is because of Felix's Let's Play. Okay. Um, so you've been influenced by the YouTuber sensation of, you know, making videos about this and then playing it. Yeah. Well, I don't make videos because, yeah. you know. We make podcasts. Yeah, we make podcasts. We talk about them. Exactly. That's why we are But you here. can see us on uh, Twitch if you want to uh, yeah. hang out and play video games. Slight plug-in. Plug-in plug in ourselves. But uh, so uh, wouldn't you agree that Minecraft is like a game that is well-suited <laughs> for this kind of situation? Well, I mean, considering the uh, heavy amount of evidence and the fact that like YouTubers that have had a hard time getting on the trending page period mm -hmm. in the last couple months and they've been getting on it on an almost daily basis. Yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah. Specifically gaming YouTubers, I think, because you really have to play certain games in order to get any sort of coverage from YouTube, I think. Because if you're trying to play, like, Doom or even Call of Duty or anything like that on YouTube, it's it's a no-go. It's I mean, you can do it, but you're not going to get any help from YouTube with it, I don't think. Yeah, but yet their trailers always end up on the trending immediately. But the gameplay never does. Yeah, I don't know. But that's my story. It's it's not the biggest story. It's not like my uh, Matthew's in-depth synopsis <clears throat> on Call of Duty. But uh, I just thought it was interesting. And I I like Minecraft. I like it a lot. And apparently, also, uh, there is a, an augmented reality game, which I haven't heard of except Ooh. for in the story, called Minecraft Earth, which is like... Like Pokemon Go, and it's currently in beta. But we'll have to come back to that another day because I've not <laughs> done my research on that just yet. I've done, like, I've watched the gameplay of it, and I am so psyched for it. Dude, okay. But let's not get ahead of ourselves here. That's some something for a future podcast. So tune in in the future. So, uh, Matthew. Yeah. We get, uh, every week, we take <clears throat> two things and then we pit them against each other and it's two things that me and you both have differing opinions on and we have a discussion about it and then we leave it up to the viewers to decide who won that discussion so our first podcast uh it was our first podcast so we didn't have any listeners uh and so it was a draw it was a tie but this time this time we have some listeners matthew oh and they have yeah. chosen a victor oh did they last week oh really from last week's verses so if you want to, remind us what was last week's verses. Alrighty, so last time on our podcast. Last time on Back from the Grid podcast. Dun, 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 dun. It was uh, Thanos with no Infinity Stones versus Deadpool. Deadpool. And the total... I don't want to talk about <laughs> the, it. Uh, I lost again. The votes have been totaled. The votes are in. And Deadpool is the victor. <laughs> I disagree <laughs> with <laughs> all <laughs> of you. <laughs> okay, but... Deadpool is officially <laughs> proven beyond a shadow of a doubt because there were two votes for Deadpool. You know who zero really wins? Thanos. All of us. All of us. Humble ending. No iron. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the end of the podcast. Thank That's you, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we won't be back next week. Uh, yeah. This is it. So Deadpool won, and I'm pretty happy about that because I feel the same way. <laughs> but this time. We didn't want to do superheroes and supervillains and stuff <gasps> again. So oh this my. time, we went with something a little bit more subjective. So there's, I don't think there would be really a definitive dis victor here, but this is just going to kind of be like, uh, you know, a poll and getting people's opinion on it and stuff like that. So this week, Matthew, what mm -hmm. are we going to be uh, discussing? What are we going to be versusing? So we're going to be 
the this versus segment is going to be about thrillers versus psychological horror films. And when we're talking about that, we're saying like thrillers in the aspect of like movies that rely on a lot of gore or shock imagery versus psychological movies that focus more on psychological core and just trying to give, you know, use suspense or try to use like shock uh, instead of shock value, more of like build up tension. So basically what we're try- what we're thinking of here is like Halloween, which is a very like, you know, the threat and it's just, you know, it's the, the enjoyment of the movie is watching it unfold, watching the characters develop and how they react and what all happens or a movie like it, which is, which is very gory, um, very bloody. Um, I would thought we were going to like uh, bring up a movie kind of like Saw, to be honest, for that kind of th- section, because I feel like that's a move or movie where it's like not a lot of character development. And well, just Saw, like, I feel, is like a psychological horror. Uh, now, OK, this. this no, have you watched a, a Saw movie? I have seen the first Saw movie. Thank I watched all like. Yeah, but like the whole thing is there's nobody chasing anyone or anything like, mm. like these people have been put in a situation where they have to fight find their way out and spoilers for the first saw movie that's been out for like years over a decade over a decade uh and they have to like uh like i don't know uh, i always thought that it was going to build up for shack and everything to get shack? out shack shack what's <laughs> i always thought that movie was more built up for it focused on shock value and used like that as horror like the more like shock you is like how grotesque it can be i always thought it was more of a uh you cuz for the first saw, I can't speak for the rest of them. There's the one guy and like he has to kill the other guy or his family will die or something like that. Cause it's fan. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, I guess it does have elements of both, but I feel like it would be placed under psychological. We picked part. a really horrible <laughs> topic. Okay. So I'm basically joking. what we're going for is the, the preferred, type of horror. horror movies well not just the movie because the movie can have both like saw saw has both i would say <laughs> it has both thank you uh <laughs> but so what what the debate is what is the best part about it about those movies is it when uh mike myers is walking through the house and killing people and then stops at the baby's crib and keeps going or you know that kind of thing or he's chasing them down you don't know where he is you're trying to get away from him or is it when, you know, they've got your family and you're you're trying to save them and, you know, you're you're in this house alone and there's somebody calling you, uh, you know, or something like that. So I am on the side of the thriller of the being chased and the 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 fighting and the the hiding and the trying to escape and all that. And Matthew, I on the gore side. Oh God! <laughs> I've watched a lot of gory movies, so I'm kind of kind of. Yeah, you're like, the horror movie buff between us. Yeah, I'm the one that would be more adequate for this job over here, buddy. Um, move over. Um, I, I feel like if it depends on the movie, that gore can be better than a thriller, where it uses kind of like how you were saying a minute ago, where you know where it has like a direct villain, mm-hmm. and it like has like that direct thing. Well, if besides you, gore, like, psychologically. You're confusing you me so much now. <laughs> Dude, like, th- thrillers versus psychological horrors. <laughs> so, like, 
uh, Mike Myers and I almost called him Fred Flintstone, <laughs> uh, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh, Those are two different okay. characters. Versus like, um, I guess, what would be good? Maybe Silent Hill. I don't know if that is That's an accurate a, description. Like a of a uh, or like uh, Mist or. Oh, uh, have you ever watched like gameplay of PT? Mm, yes. So like oh, that. Oh man. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, I choose PT. Okay. Most so that, definitely. Yeah, that's what we were going for here. Go Sorry, play. Sorry guys, that. we got very confused <laughs> there. Uh, we thought we Whoopsie. had a segment figured out, but uh, this no, we is... did not. Yes. I feel so... like we just flip flopped. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, but... now you get what we're talking about. Yeah. Right? Okay. Cool. But one thing I would say, yeah, no, if that's the case, then yeah, I would choose. I would definitely choose like psychological all the way mm. because although thrillers are pretty exciting movies, I feel like that's just it. They're thrillers. They're meant to be more kind of like a edgy action film mm. that would be on a YouTube red series. <laughs> They're not really scary. I mean, they have some edginess to it, but that's about it. Okay. Where like, like a video game for here, for example, um, PT that's like comparing like PT that's supposed to be like a psychological, like it, it develops build up to the scare. Mm -hmm. That's like um, the equivalent of like comparing like PT to Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight, it can be scary at sometimes, mm. but you know the threat. The game alerts you to when the threat's near, and that's about it. There's no build up. Mm. There's nothing. Okay, I can see what you're getting at with. Uh, I prefer the thrillers more because I don't like to have nightmares about movies and TV shows that I watch. That's the reason why you're watching those movies. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Not to have nightmares, but the, I enjoy the thrillers more because it doesn't make me feel like I am the target of the horror. It makes me feel more like I am watching the horror unfold, which is what I prefer to do. But I could, I could see why people enjoy psychological horrors. Like another psychological horror would be uh, paranormal activity where it's, uh, you know, the family's in the house and they have cameras watching because there's, like, ghosts and poltergeists and stuff. Mm -hmm. That would be a psychological horror, I feel. Uh, and I prefer the thrillers just because you know what you're getting into. But with a psychological horror, when you're done with that, it stays with you. And I don't like that part, personally. <laughs> it gives you nightmares when you sleep. You'll yeah. never, ever be able to let that go. I don't know about that much, but that that's what, I'm, well, that's what I think of when I think of thrillers versus psychological horrors. Because, of course... Any horror movie can have aspects of both, but I feel like most horror movies either lean one way or the other. Like Halloween, I would definitely call a thriller. Paranormal Activity, I would definitely call a psychological horror. Now, like yeah. a movie like It, I haven't seen it. It's a though. I thought it was psychological, but like I said, I haven't seen it, so I can't say either way. But um, as far as what I would say, yeah, and, and this like the closing argument is what yeah. I would say. Um, psychological horror compared to thriller, hands down, I would say psychological because with a good psychological movie, it can leave lasting impressions on you mm. and it accomplishes what it seeks out to do where it scares the viewer. And not only does it like in a short term value, but also does it in the long term that yes. makes you keep thinking about it and coming back to the film. Whereas with a sh thriller movie, you watch it once and then you know everything about it. 
Well, that is that is the discussion. That is the two sides of the same coin. And you guys don't know because you're just listening to us. But while Matthew was talking about this, the light flickered. In here. <laughs> so I was like, That's "Oh, scary. Crap. We're summoning demons now." All right. <laughs> but that is the that is the discussion. And like I said, this isn't exactly a one side wins all for this. It's more of just a, what do you guys think? Do you do you prefer the thrillers? Do you like the the Freddy Freddy Flintstones and the uh, the Mike Myers, or do you prefer the uh, the paranormal? activity and the the pts and whatnot so let us know on social media and uh yeah we'd be interested to hear what you guys think about that on please let us Twitter know and uh-huh. facebook and myspace and all that good stuff we don't have a myspace though or do we or do we maybe i'll never that, know that's that's the question all right but Matthew, I think that's that's it for our podcast today. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure that's it. Are you it. positive? I'm fairly sure. I certain. remember the last one. Well, hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> last one ended fine. It, it ended, ended perfectly. perfectly. I thought, yeah. Yeah. So it's thank pretty you guys good today. so much for listening. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, Please. tuning in and listening to us speak about things and talk over <laughs> each other because our setup is kind of weird. But, Please uh, definitely communicate with us on uh, social media. Tell us what we're doing. Garbage Garbo. Um, mm-hmm, tell mm-hmm. us what you think of the podcast. Yeah. What do you think should be in the next episode? Let us know these things, yes. people. And make sure that you put your emoji movie memes all over our social media. Actually, no, it's all cat movie the- all memes. All cat movies. Meow. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at uh, backfromthegrid at gmail.com. Uh, our Twitter is back from the grid it's just at back from the grid and then facebook is back from the grid podcast and twitch is the back from the grid but if you're watching this in the future it might just be back from the grid either way you'll find us if you're looking for us so thank you guys so much for listening this has been really fun and i look forward to uh talking to all you wonderful amazing beautiful people next week so Alrighty. do you have anything anything else to say matthew pineapples pineapples <laughs> so that's it for this episode of the back from the grid podcast tune in for the next exciting episode of the Back from the Grid podcast. Bye! Peace.